Newport Beach, The Pool House, Captain Oates, Chino, Ew, I'm Michelle, I'm Liz, and I'm Ingrid, and we're Let's Let's Talk Talk OC. We're the ladies that brought you Tree Hill Talk, and now we are on the West Coast talking about the early 2000s teen drama, The OC. Join us every Monday as we watch and review each episode. We hope you can join us. What's up? Nothing. We're, we're, we've got some celebrating to do today. We do. Do you want to tell do. everyone why? I do. Go. It's the second day of Ramadan. Is so it? shout out to our Muslim. It is. So shout out to our Muslim listeners. I almost said followers because I was watching a lot of vlogs today. Um, but or that's not the truth. You that's think not, we're that's some not. sort of cult? I mean... You know, I hate it when you do this. I really do. I think we've brought that. I think we've brought that up before. Is uh, is uh, oh, that we're the that we the, could be a cult. Like, yeah, that we could be a cult, and that our fans are part of the cult. Yeah, no, yeah. but that's not what I mean. Well, you'll understand what I mean by the end of this episode. But I just I hate when you do this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. what else are we celebrating? I was born today. You were born today on this very my, day. On this on this the day of my daughter's wedding. On this the day of all days. How old are you now? <laughs> I'm I'm 25. <gasps> 25. I'm old, just not as old as you. Yeah, it's true. I'm old. Yeah. Very exciting. So, you're we decided okay. because uh this episode comes out on your birthday. That we it were does. going to today do. Today is my actual birthday. Yeah, today is your actual birthday. The day of my birth in the year of our Lord. I mean, like, obviously, today, the day you're listening to it, not today, the day that we're recording. Yeah. Um, and by our Lord, I do mean Scott Disick, in case anybody was curious. Perfect. <laughs> I think everyone was. <laughs> Um, so just in, just in case anybody was curious, like right now, like you've got like the year of the tiger, the year of the the dragon, all that other stuff. No, this is the year of our Lord. Scott Disick is that Lord. Bless up, Lord Disick, bitch. Uh, so we're just going to talk well. about crimes that happened today. Yes, on today of all days. On today, the day of your birth. Yep. So it might be a little <laughs> bit shorter of an episode, one. but it's all right. We're celebrating. It's, it's fine because I'm. It's been a pretty short life so far. So yeah, you know that's fine. All right. So um, you that'd be start? fun if it was twenty-five minutes. I mean, I guess given that it's my. Oh, I'm Caitlin. That's Haley. Yes. This is crime culture. Anyway, <laughs> that was the longest it took to do the intro. I think it's like two and a half minutes in or something like that. I don't know if that counts as an intro. I feel like that like two seconds of. By the way, this is us. This is what we're doing. Yeah. That's the intro. Yes. Sixty-two All episodes of that was in. Like, I think it's like the. What is that that you read? It's not. It, it's it's not just a prologue. Prologue, yes, yes. It's the prologue. Yep. That was the intro. Now we're in chapter one. Yeah. Um. And moving on to chapter two, we can get started. Uh huh. Um. So, 
There were some things. I tried to keep it to just the 20th and the 21st century because there were a couple of things that were kind of crimey. Like there was a guy in the 1600s who stole the crown jewels in, Ooh. I think it was England. No, 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 no. But then on my birthday, he was just pardoned by the king and given an award for giving them back. And I was like, bullshit. What? You steal them and then you give the person a reward? I was like, I was literally like, Queen Victoria would never. No. The bitch is cold um, as ice. Yeah. So other than that, we're like, we're just going to skip ahead to the 20th century. And that would be 1915. So today, the Lusitania, which was a civilian ship, was sunk by a German submarine during World War One. And it resulted in 1,200, no, 1,201 people being killed, including over 120 Americans. Um, And the sinking caused an international outcry amongst everyone, but especially America, because they were fucking pissed. Yeah. And, um, but despite all of that, Woodrow Wilson, who was president at the time, was not really about, like, he's like, I don't really want to declare war right now. Like, I'm going to wait. Uh-huh. And he ended up not doing so actually until nearly like two full fucking years later on April 2nd, 1917. Wow. Um, He just sat on it for a little while. Yeah. But I put this on here because for one thing, like I would call it a crime. I mean, it's either it's like a war crime or at least like manslaughter, if not straight up murder, because especially with submarines, like I feel like they can tell also. Uh-huh. Like they're in, they're in like I I don't know I don't know but I was like fuck these hoes, and um so I put that on but also because my AP U.S. history teacher that's right the bitch who could barely get into college according to some people is smart Ooh, burn um and so and for the record I got in hella um if you can get in hella I got in hella you got in extra um, like with money I got, I got like I did get in with money they paid um, you to go but there. I don't like I don't like to talk I don't like to talk about money but I did get in with money um so speaking of money patreon please donate um more and more so, on that at the end <laughs> many please um but so yeah so straight up murder and also because my ap u.s history teacher he would always bring up the fact due to an icebreaker at the beginning of the year that i was born on the sinking of the lusitania and it's like a running joke with any with any of the like friends of mine that i've kept up with from high school there's about like five of them uh-huh. um they all were in that class and they all bring it up oh the sinking of the lusitania yeah that's like, like it's a- with my name i always get like science teachers with Haley's comment yeah yeah, yeah. And I just, like, I knew it on the AP history exam. I've known it, like, on fucking Jeopardy. I, I just, I will never not Whenever know this because up. of my, yeah. It, it's just, it'll, it'll pop in my head occasionally. I know nothing about, for example, like, medieval history. But mm-hmm. I know the sinking of the Lusitania was on my birthday I in 1915. For a second, I thought the Lusitania was the ship that, picked up everybody from the titanic but wasn't that carpathia Car- it was something like that carpathia carpaccio something something like that something with a c but i thought something it was lusitania a for a second no it was <laughs> just it, another no. famous ship it's a famous ship it's really the one that like because so many people were murdered i'm calling it murder yes um they the american people who were kind of like about like not my circus not my monkeys with world war one Uh because they were so far removed from it they weren't on the same continent 
um, that's where they really were no longer like, meh, and they were like, all right, let's get into this fucking war. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so there's that. Um, And then fast forwarding, hopping in our little, like, time machine. No, just kidding. Oh, shit. Is it the same year? No. It's in 1896. Oh. Because I added this one after the fact, and I completely forgot, and I thought I put it at the beginning of my notes, but I clearly didn't. We're hopping in the time machine. We're going back. This is what I get for bragging about being in AP courses. (laughs) We're backpedaling a tiny bit. Time machine took a wrong turn. Um, So on my birthday in 1896, this is actually probably one of the coolest ones. H.H. Holmes, the American serial killer, was executed by hanging at Moyamensing Prison, which is also known as the Philadelphia County Prison, mm-hmm. for the murder of his friend and accomplice, accomplice, whoopsies, Benjamin Pitzel? Pitzel? Okay. P-I-T-E-Z-E-L. I, we all know by now. I don't think I need to explain that I don't know how to pronounce some things. Um, but that's. it's also interesting because that is the only murder he was charged with. Yeah, was right? his friend Ben's because and we'll we'll do an episode on this I'm sure but he only confessed to all of those other murders like and they kind of knew but like they couldn't nail him on any of them yeah. and he only confessed after he was like in custody yeah I thought so was, they could only get him on his I knew there was Benz. I know you had a connection to H.H. Holmes but I didn't know if it was like a birthday but it's his oh, actual I have two. death day oh very interesting. Oh, no, I have two. So, yeah, H.H. Holmes was 34. That's fine. Died died young. Good, 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 good. Um, you did an okay run, I but, guess, right? Like, I mean, I wouldn't be mad dying at 34. He had that weird house that he just murdered everyone in. His murder house. It was literally We'll get, like we'll the, get into it. We'll get into it. The basis for the game Clue, which I'm making not up right now. Just, <laughs> not even just Clue. Like, American Horror Story, one of their entire seasons is based on that. The first one, right? No. Oh, I thought the first season was called Murder House. It was, but his house was technically not called the Murder House. Oh, I was okay. just calling it the Murder House because it. it technically wasn't even completely a house. Oh, we'll, is it the we'll hotel? Get into it. Yeah, okay. we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, That's going to be thank, a while. Thank you for down saying it anyway, but we'll get into it. Um, but no, he yeah he died on my birthday, but he also shares a birthday with my brother. Oh, interesting. So yeah, so. For whatever reason, the two, two connection like, of H. H. Holmes. Two of the Mahar children both have a connection to H. H. Holmes, which can be equally like interesting and creepy. All right. Um, yeah. So then back to now we're going to be fast forwarding. Now we're back um, in the I time promise. machine. We're skipping over the last one we talked about and going to this I new promise. one. I promise. So back to the future. We are in 1967 now, and that is the birthday. I share a birthday with Martin Bryant, um, who is an Australian mass murderer that a lot of people don't immediately know the name of. Okay. But you definitely know what he did because he is known for murdering 35 people and injuring 23 others in the Port Arthur massacre in Port Arthur, Tasmania, Australia. Yes, and yes, I do remember this one now. Of the, yep, it was one of the deadliest shooting sprees in the world. Mm-hmm. And his crimes inspired the Australian government to place restrictions on all firearms, including semi-automatic rifles, high-capacity rifle magazines, repeating shotguns that hold more than five shots, and so on and so forth. And wow. I believe there was, like, a record number of guns donated in the first couple of... Not donated, but, like, turned in in the first couple of days. Some countries know how to do it right. Some! Yeah. Not all, but some. It's all right. <laughs> Moving on. We're not bitter. Yeah, we're not bitter. Um, so then in 1972, Ed Kemper, our boy, your boy. my boy. Yes, it's your boy, Ed. <laughs> um, 
Uh, so, in 1972, on this day, he murdered two 18-year-old hiking, hitchhiking Fresno State students, Marianne Pesci and Anita Mary Lucessa. Ooh, yeah, I remember that one. And a year later on this day, he was indicted on eight counts of first-degree murder. Wow. All right. So, full circle. Yeah, I guess. But I thought that was like, I was like, ooh, we got some big one. Yeah. Um, you got H.H. H. Holmes, you got Ed Kemper, you got the fucking <laughs> Lusitania in there. Oh, I know. Oh, don't. Oh, but, and, and we've still got more. We, But wait, kids, there's more. All right. Um, Lay it on. So then, yeah, moving right along in 1992. So you were. My birth year. You were. No, yeah, but you were dead then. I was dead I was, then. I, yeah, I was. I was yet. definitely dead then. You were like barely dead then. Yeah. Um, It's the anniversary of the Sydney River McDonald's murders. Okay. Um, which were committed at a McDonald's in Sydney, Nova Scotia, Canada by three friends, Derek Wood, who was an employee of the McDonald's where the crime was committed, uh-huh. Freeman Daniel McNeil and Darren Muse, M-U-I-S-E. Um, and the trio brutally, I can't speak. Um, it's old age. Um, the trio brutally murdered three of Woods's fellow employees and they left a fourth employee permanently disabled after Oof. a botched robbery. I think I heard about this kind of recently. Uh, I don't know. There was a Lululemon like a while back that had a similar thing happen. Yeah, I, I remember that. No, but I mean, I saw like a post or something about um, McDonald's crime. Hmm. So it might be this one. Oh, I don't know. Very maybe. interesting. Yeah, it's actually the first fast food murder in Canada. Wow. Weird. I'm assuming that means that because I know people really love their Tim Hortons up there, so probably like they'd kill for their coffee. I guess. But this is the first. All right. Distinction. Um yes. It's it it's it can hold that moniker high. Um so then in nineteen eighty four, so this is on my actual birthday. Um, for those who can't do math like me, if I didn't have it memorized, I wouldn't know either. Um Edvard Munch's iconic painting The Scream. Everybody Ooh, knows it. Yeah, I love it. It's recreated in cartoons and on TV and just, it's always it's like, talked about. It's like it's that there. wavy guy doing the Macaulay Culkin face. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, so it was <coughs> recovered undamaged from a hotel in Asgard Strand. I think that's how you spell it. Also, I just saw Endgame, so that's how it's going to be pronounced. Okay. I said spell. I meant pronounced. Um, it's spelled A S G A R D S T R A N D. So it sounds pretty okay. Standard that it would be Asgard Strand, um, Norway. That's in Norway. After being stolen from the National Gallery of Norway on February twelfth during the opening day of the Winter Olympics in Lillehammer. Wow. And uh, I didn't include this, but I'm also glad that it got recovered because the thieves, the thieves who stole the painting also wrote a note that said something like a thousand thanks to security or something because the painting was pretty much it was simple to get into the museum simple to steal the painting like it was apparently like not very well guarded yeah we'll definitely be talking about art heists in the future because there's yes we will there's There's some some personal connections to some uh, big art heists yes Ooh, I am ready. So, I am ready to hear about keep, your connections to the art heist. Oh, and that's another ready. thing. As far as I could tell in my research, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but it appears that the people, who, the three men who stole it were sentenced to death. 
Whoa. Which I feel like is, yeah, I feel like that's a bit overkill. The guy that stole the jewels got an award, and then this <laughs> guy, these three guys get killed? <laughs> and then in Norway? Norway, Jesus, they're fucking <laughs> relentless there. Um, I know that one guy, like, escaped, and I don't remember, because I wasn't planning on putting any of this in, but it's like, oh, fun facts. Um, that may or may not be facts. Um, it may not be fun, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, they're pretty fun, we're laughing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so then in 1996, to fast forward a little bit more, at this point, you are alive, I am too. Um, former Serbian police officer and bar owner Dusan Tadik? Tadik? T-A-D-I-C? Sure. Um, was convicted of 11 counts of crimes against humanity and war crimes in the Netherlands. Uh, Tadek had tortured and murdered two Bosnian Muslim police officers Ooh. during the early stages of the 1992 to 95 Bosnian War. Um, and he did this as part of a, quote, ethnic cleansing campaign against Muslim civilians, um, which was a big thing that was happening during that war. And he was later sentenced to a total of 95 years in jail. What a fucking like, scumbag. He, had, he got a bunch of concurrent sentences. Yeah, he, he's like a real piece of shit. Um, so that's that. And then here's another one that I know that you've heard about. Okay. So in 1999, on this day, a jury ruled that the Jenny Jones show and Warner Brothers were liable in the shooting death of Scott Amadur. Yes, we're going to be talking about this later on. Another guest on the show, Jonathan Schmitz. I knew you knew it. Yes, I. Um, we're definitely going to be talking about this like full case later on. But this yeah, is such an interesting it's case. It's a fucked up case. Yes. Um. So then, for some quick background, um, on the show, Amadur admitted to Schmitz, who was an acquaintance of his, that he was attracted to him. It and reminds me very much of Joan Calamezzo from Parks and Rec yes, and the gotcha yes, moment. Yes, 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 yes. And much that's more the, fucked up. Yeah, it's much more fucked up. And that's actually what the basis for the jury's ruling was, um, because obviously Schmitz didn't take it well. Because yeah, um, he didn't know what he was on the show for. Yeah, no, I know. They just told him to come on the show and then they were like, yeah. oh, by the way, this guy's going to tell you that he's in love with you. They, uh, no, they didn't even do that. No, they, he didn't find until he didn't find out until it until was the on guy air. said, "By the way, I'm in love with yeah. you." Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, there was a very no, loud so, motorcycle that just went by. That's okay. We like some motorcycles every now and then. It gives us an it gives us like a cool girl edge. I live on a main um, road. <laughs> there's a lot happening. <laughs> I live in a seedy neighborhood, so there's also a lot happening. So if you hear any <laughs> pops, it's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Um. So. The jury ended up finding that the Jenny Jones show was both irresponsible and negligent, contending that the show in intentionally created an explosive situation. No fucking shit. Yeah. Um, without due concern for the possible consequences. No fucking shit. They awarded Scott Amadeus family $25 million. Good. And this isn't some like, what were we talking about? What was the episode where we were talking about? Um, oh, we just talked about it. Um, Robert Burdella, where like, his victim's mother was was awarded money and he like didn't have yeah, it. Yeah, like billions so she was or something like that. And then this this is that like talk show money. This is that like syndicated like Yeah, exactly. High ratings, nineteen nineties, like millennium talk show yeah, money. This is so like you the know basis they got for that like money. Jerry Springer and other like shock value shows. I think Jerry Springer was on before this. Was it on before this? 
Yeah, Jerry Springer's been on for a while. Yeah. Um, I grew up in Connecticut. We know Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer is filmed in Connecticut. Is it really? Um, it really is. Because it looks like it would be filmed my, in Florida. It it looks and the people seem like they would be filmed in Florida. No, I um a lot of people at my alma mater um who were in the film and television and communications departments would intern there. Oh and, god. Um, cuz it's owned by NBC. Oh, so sure. you can say I interned for NBC. Oh, and you don't have to tell them. <laughs> and you don't have to tell them. Yeah, and I know people who got jobs through that. I know somebody who got a job working on Jerry Springer as he was booking talent and he would like message me every so often and be like, this is going to be a very Connecticut sentence because he's going to be like, "Hey, I need to fill seats for the show for the audience. Do you want to be on it? It's not paid. That's the very first Connecticut thing because they've got so much money, but they don't want to share it. Yep. And then they're also like, he was also like, um, but you will be provided with a lunch and it'll be a Subway sandwich. Perfect. <laughs> because Subway was also founded in Connecticut. Good. So just, yeah, it was, a, it's, I always, it always struck me as being very Connecticut, but I, and I always was like, no, <laughs> like I'm, I'm an actor. I'm desperate. I'm not that desperate. No, I could um, buy my own Subway sandwich. Yeah. Yeah five dollars just that's it i don't think it's even five dollars anymore because i just saw a tweet the other day and somebody was like oh can we like finally say that subway is shit now that they're not charging five dollars for a foot long <laughs> good <laughs> um which i mean i plead the fifth but um so that was that that's that's one and then we're we're getting towards the end here we got two more but this one's kind of a doozy uh so on this day in 2007, so I was I was in seventh grade. That's about as much as I can tell you. Um, Yahweh, Ben Yahweh, mm-hmm. who was born Hulan Mitchell Jr., was the leader and founder of the American cult Nation of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. And on this day in 2007, he died of prostate cancer. Oh. And at first, it's like, okay, that sucks. But then you learn about what he did, which we're about to very briefly. And you'd be like, oh. That doesn't suck as much. No. Um, so his doctrine, first of all, to like lay some ground rules, um, groundwork, um, it was based on the belief that God and all of the prophets of the Bible were black and that black people would gain the knowledge of their true history through him, Yahweh, Ben Yahweh. Um, so he also characterized whites and Jews as infidels and oppressors and emphasized loyalty to himself specifically as the son of God, Yahweh. Mm. Um, unsurprisingly, the cult is considered to be a branch of the Black Hebrew Israelite movement. Um, and it's, it's kind of the Black Hebrew Israelite movement has kind of devolved into the Black, um, I think, I don't remember what the exact, I believe it's Black Separatists movement. Um, but if anybody's actually curious about that, there's a docuseries type thing on Viceland, called uh shoot hate thy neighbor okay and the host goes to new york and he like talks to these people who are part of this group and is basically just like okay well why do you believe the things that you believe Mm -hmm. why do you like why do you like practice in this sort of way like what are things that you believe what are things that people don't understand about you and this guy is really cool like he's spoken to nazis um he's like he really like not that he sympathizes with any of these people he just wants to hear to give their answers yeah to like give some like i guess some three-dimensional 
look at them because right now you just go oh nazi bad yeah and like yeah they are bad and you know that they're bad but this is but putting a he face kind of delves into it and explanations and like what it. they're thinking behind it yeah because like that's i think like a very often like the question that's had is like okay well what were they thinking why would they join isis why would they be a nazi yeah. and why also would they you don't have to skinhead? sympathize with somebody to want answers for something absolutely and i think he does it very well and he's also a black man which i find very interesting because a lot of the people that he interviews are white supremacy yeah yeah interesting um yeah but after that little segue so that's one like pop culture bit is like if you're curious if you want to learn more watch watch that episode and i'm sure we'll talk um, about it again when we do oh, more yeah. on cults and stuff oh we will we will we will um because he started out it was all like well and good he preached his preach and he just did his thing but then Cart- cults he- don't usually start as bad they no. usually start with decent intentions, Good intentions and then they they devolve into something like jonestown is hella yeah jonestown is like one of the top definitions to that oh absolutely yeah absolutely um heaven's gate one could argue yeah, is exactly. also yeah right up there tbt to i that mean episode. i also think there were wackos when they started it though yeah they were but the people who joined weren't necessarily yeah that's true they didn't start out that way anyway but um but yeah so then starting in 1990 yahweh served 11 years of an 18 year sentence on a racketeer influenced and corrupt organizations act RICO RICO um, conviction after he and several others of the nation of Yahweh were convicted of conspiracy for their role in more than a dozen murders. Whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes a left turn real quick. Um, and the indictment charged 18 specific instances of racketeering, including 14 murders, two attempted murders, extortion, and arson. And mm. Yahweh Ben Yahweh was acquitted of first-degree murder charges in 1982, and he ultimately faced conviction only for a conspiracy to murder, Mm -hmm. which is what he was, like, that's what the 18-year sentence was. Uh, But he was granted parole on September 26, 2001, and he didn't have much of a life, obviously, because he was diagnosed with cancer. That's why he was granted parole, because he was like, let me, like, live. Yeah. Um, And prostate cancer is, like... It's rough, depending that's, on who, yeah, on like what stage really and everything. Bad. And um, so he didn't have much of a life. Because, and on top of that, he was like still heavily monitored. Like they watched his house, they watched his every move. As they should, yeah, yeah, as they should. But I'm saying like, so he, I think he thought that he was gonna like have more of an actual life outside of prison than he actually did. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So he died, and he was a bad dude. It's interesting that uh, they have this like this cult has more of a um uh like a history of crime than the manson family but the manson family gets talked about so much more yeah when when they when i was reading and like the article i was reading said like all of the like 14 murders and like the two attempted murders and fucking like arson and all that other stuff i was like wait what yeah just whoo that's that's a lot that's a lot and also a famous football player was a member of the cult oh um yeah and i believe he was charged with murder interesting like yeah it's we'll talk about this case again but like it was very it was a it was a weird one i was like oh damn that's very um and then finally last year um on this day so a year ago today 
Uh, Jeremy D. Safran, who was a Canadian-born American clinical psychologist, um, and he was also a psychoanalyst, a lecturer at a local college, a psychotherapy researcher. Like, he just, he was really prolific in his field. Yeah. Um, He was killed during a burglary. Um, He was known primarily for those who are interested in psychology or may have heard the name and may not know. Um, he was primarily known for contributions in a variety of areas within psychology and psychoanalysis, but particularly for his involvement in the development of brief relational therapy or BRT. Hmm. And a lot you say, hmm, it sounds really complicated. You definitely know what it is. And for example, like I know what it is because I've been through therapy and you also would know what it is just because it's the tactic that a lot of people take when their friends are feeling down about themselves. Okay. Um, because it, it basically to define it, it is an evidence-based psychotherapy that focuses on short-term treatment and integrated principles and practice of mindfulness to refrain from self-defeating patterns. So somebody okay. is like, oh, like I'm a piece of shit. Like I'm fat. Um, like, I, I don't know, like, nobody likes me, I'm a terrible person, and I'm fat, and blah, 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 and you have to be mindful, like, don't say those terrible things about yourself, like, think about good things that you've done, like, think yeah. about good things about yourself, and it's that mindfulness that, in part, helps with, again, it is short-term, but it's just kind of training yourself to not be so hateful towards yourself, which, uh-huh. in turn, will affect your mental health. All right. So, like, honestly, so the work that he did was wonderful and i actually kind of wonder in some cases if this particular form of therapy had been around back when like the big heavy hitting killers were active and were like in their formative years if this could have helped some of them yeah um but regardless so getting back to today in question um saffron was found dead in his home in brooklyn new york um and his cause of death was deemed repeated blows to the head by a hammer and ultimately, 28-year-old Mirzo Atadzanov, A-T-A-D-Z-H-A-N-O-V, was later found by police hiding in Saffron's basement. Ooh. And he was arrested and charged with murder. Not shockingly. Wow. Yeah. So he was just hiding in the basement? He didn't He didn't. So he killed him and then he, he... No, he was trying to. I think oh, it's okay. a similar situation to what happened with Adrian Shelley. Yeah. And that somebody wanted to, or what is presumed to have happened to Adrian Shelley, since we still don't know, um, that somebody is presumed to have broken in, wanting, thinking that, like, no one was there, wanting to yeah. steal, burglarize, what have you. And then somebody and was then, home and they freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and based on the fact that he also was then hiding in the basement after the crime was committed, that he didn't immediately leave, that, like, all, that leads me to believe he also was mentally ill. Though yeah. there was not a, a big confirmation of that, but I also feel like in crime especially, um, unless it is, like, heavy hitters who have been extenu- extend ah, I can't speak, extensively studied, mm-hmm. um, I feel like that's not as, like, put forth. Yeah. Like, okay, but maybe they did this because of their mental illness. Yeah. Um, Not excusing what they did by any means, but just giving some sort of rhyme or reason as to, like, why they can't act like a normal fucking human being. Yeah. Um, And by that, I mean not killing people because nobody is (laughs) truly normal. I would say not killing somebody is pretty normal. Yes, I feel like that is, like, just a baseline. Yeah, it's a level of normality If you haven't killed a person, if you have no desires, no... 
legitimate desires because I'm sure we all have been like, oh yes, I could kill that person. I'm actually reading um, something right now um, called, I think it's called um, The Murderer Next Door or something like that. And it's ooh. a whole, it's a whole like, um, it's like a psychologist that wrote it. And, and it's about my apartment complex and all of the murders that happen across the street. Absolutely. It's actually about um, the, like what would make somebody murder and they're like there's a whole like different yeah. chapters of um of That's like case studies that they've done like they've asked like they did like a, a whole focus group of people and like when was the closest you thought you could kill someone like what percentage likelihood was it yeah. that you would actually kill them it's actually it's very interesting so i'll probably do um an episode something like that but yeah yeah that'd be interesting it's, it reading this book it's like in everyone everyone yeah. has like a moment at least where they were like over 50 oh, yeah. percent close to murdering someone i mean like for me even like i've never actually been in that moment but i can imagine that like i could get to that very you can imagine, easily yeah, you can imagine a situation to, yeah, yeah if it came to my brother or yeah like, exactly my home um like my I, I like probably my cats <laughs> yeah why not I would like kill but for my like Mike, michael and all of that like i could definitely i could definitely see myself like getting to that point if it meant protecting yeah exactly my loved ones yeah and the cats <laughs> your cats are your loved ones <laughs> i mean sometimes felix so quick aside felix figured out that i have my podcasting laptop that's technically michael's and then i have my actual laptop and felix has figured out that if he like slams his head into my laptop a certain way it causes the screen to black out because it's old and shitty and um felix has been doing that as of late when he feels i'm not paying enough attention to him so this time next week felix may not be here oh um, the little frog eyed boy <laughs> his eyes are so he far is. apart <laughs> he is he is he looks like um for those who don't know he looks like igor from young frankenstein he's just um he's just he's, a, like a grayish tabby cat with his eyes on opposite sides of his he's head. a dumb boy <laughs> he like we always wondered if he lost like if he didn't have oxygen immediately going to his brain as a kitten just based on how dumb he is like and that's like a true thing like the vet wonders and everything um but he looks it He's pretty cute. He's very cute. He's simple. He also photographs well. He's also listening to me, so I need to say nice things. He's good. Otherwise, he'll pee on my things. I wouldn't have to worry about someone injuring Mo because Mo would just slice. Mo would kill them. Yes. Like you know how we were saying like just now like oh like if if I got to a point where like I was protecting someone whatever no Mo would just kill to kill. Yes. He kills for the joy of murder. (laughs) Mo's the opposite. Mo is just like oh like. If I really, really like you, I won't kill you. I ha- I'll, I'll have to put it on the... Uh, we actually have on our Instagram, Crime Culture Podcast. Uh, is it Crime Culture Podcast at Instagram? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's Crime yeah, Culture I Podcast. Just, I just looked, but yes. On Instagram. Uh, we actually have like a highlights story up there of the podcast of Mo. And I will add a... Um, a picture at the end there's a picture of him looking at one of his brothers which is a dog and uh mm-hmm. he is murder in his eyes oh 100 well, also of, it's one of my favorite pictures his brother his brother finn who uh, it's elliot's family's dog and i like to tell elliot much to his chagrin that the dog's full name is odafin tutuola after 
SVU. Yes. Um, he does not like that, by the way, if you ever want to get under his skin. Um, oh, I know plenty of ways to get under his skin. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. Ten years, you can figure it out. But, um, no, he, um, he's not just a dog. Finn is not just a dog. He is a Australian Shepherd mixed puppy. So he's got the Zoom, no, but I, then he's got, like, he's unconfirmed. the Aussie Zoom. He's unconfirmed. He's unconfirmed, but he he's looks just like his sister, Rue, who is an Australian Shepherd. No, she's a, she's a Border Collie. Oh, fuck. I and, always confuse those two. I, as and long he as doesn't dog, look anything I like her. Same. He looks like a hound dog, which is he looks partly like her. what he is. They look like siblings. No, they don't. Not at all. Yes, I'm going to put do. a picture up, and you guys tell Caitlin how wrong she is, because they don't look similar i don't care all. they're my niece and my nephew and i love them no matter how they look but they're beautiful i love them even if they were chinese crested, i would love them gross now i'm gonna get a ton of hate from chinese crested. <laughs> not uh, from the owners specifically from the just chinese the dogs. <laughs> before we go yeah we've uh, gone on a lot of tangents i'm sorry but also it's my birthday and before so. we do any plugs or anything what are you gonna do for your birthday uh <laughs> i'm really not doing anything um depending on what well it's happens, a tuesday I how may, much can you do on a tuesday it's a tuesday i may have a call back for a commercial today Ooh. um we'll see yeah we'll see um everyone cross your fingers and your toes yeah cross everything cross your eyes everything um <laughs> they'll get stuck so, like that but huh <laughs> oh, you ever hear that when you're like a little kid oh, if you cross your the eyes time. they get stuck like that all the time and <laughs> i was like here's hoping and i would do it anyway um but, yeah, no, so that's pretty much it. Like, I don't really have any plans. Um, like, I'm not a big, like, partier? birthday person. No, I'm, no, I am a big partier. <laughs> You're not a big partier. I just, I'm, I'm a big partier in that I love... You didn't really know me during that college bit. Like, I was going to parties, like, regularly before I met you. None of the parties I was at. Um, yeah, I didn't go to those parties. I didn't go to, like, the music kid parties because I didn't know the music kids. No. But, Meh. um... Because Haley was always at the music kid parties because her boyfriend, Elliot, was a music kid. Um, but, but he no, didn't, he I didn't loved... go to the music kid parties anyway. <laughs> I yeah. just went with his roommates and Elliot, friends. Elliot was antisocial, which is fine. Yeah. So is Michael. Um, but no, I just, I love to have parties. I love to go to parties. But it's like, what are you going to do in California on a Tuesday? I would, I would have people think that there's a lot to do, right? I mean, if you're from California, do, but also Michael's to... working. Yeah, but... and he's working like not late, late, but given his commute, he's working late. Are you he's working on your birthday? Like Are you working today? Yes. For how well, long? Well, I mean, I'm um, I'm working my usual hours, but then also like this is all very interesting to everybody. Um, I'm working my usual hours, but then like I also might have this casting call, in which case I got to go into L.A. Yeah, and but that's see, work. here's here's I'm I'm giving you something to do for your birthday here's what you're gonna do you're going to do whatever work it is that you have to do and your casting call or whatever and then you are going to get an ice cream cone and hang out <laughs> on the beach in I could venice go to the beach i could go to the beach in venice or in santa monica and get yourself a a, a nice bag a bag i just like bag shopping i like bags that's very funny you say that because as an early birthday gift michael did get me a bag see um it's a michael kors bag that i just i'm it's waiting quick for a special bag. occasion to use a michael quick michael kors bag yes um <laughs> but yeah no i just uh, elliot take this out Haley, i have no friends out here i have nothing and my one friend that i do know out here is going to be in connecticut this week no you have a friend out there <laughs> do you know who it is it's yourself michael 
I hate you. <laughs> Elliot, keep this in. No, <laughs> don't actually. I don't want people knowing I You're have no 25. friends. You're 25. Be your own friend. I mean, I am my own friend, but I can't party with myself. Everybody's annoyed by me, and that includes me. I I beg to differ. I think you can party by yourself. <laughs> that's that's because that's because you party more hardcore than I do. <laughs> that's because I drink more than a sip of alcohol. <laughs> that that's one of the things. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, but that's that's super fun. That's this is. I feel like we need to preface this with this is not a true crime episode. <laughs> Uh, no, it's more of a birthday episode. But, it's more of a birthday episode. So I'm sorry. We're winding I, down. I had plans for it to be true crime. Nah, it was never going to be true here. Uh, so we're winding down. So do you want to do our first drum roll? Can you hear it? Yes. Patreon shout out. Yes. So our Patreon shout out, we have our first Patreon whoop patron. Whoop. So, yeah. So special special accolades more than just being a patron you are our first and that is to josh yay as his shout out josh also has a podcast um he recently started it with a friend of his yes love it yes and they are called dysfunction pod um or the brothers Brothers of of dysfunction Dysfunction. yes brothers of dysfunction because i was looking at their twitter so that's why and it says dysfunction pod but um no it's brothers of dysfunction dysfunction is spelled d-y-s-f-u-n-k-t-i-o-n for those who are interested in giving them a listen and they kind of just they shoot the shit and yeah they talk about uh wrestling stuff that's going on in their lives yeah what's going on in their lives marvel versus like star wars like they just they they shoot the shit and um, and i think they're fun to listen to they just released their first episode they did they release every monday yes so Um, it'll be you're getting two promos yes you're getting two promos for this episode because for those of you who were listening obviously we had our promo in the beginning not not our promo but um the let's talk oc promo in the beginning and then we've got this as as our shout out we're like all right josh we're gonna shout out your pod but yes josh thank you for being a listener um thank you for being a patron we really appreciate you and you guys can join our patreon as well and it's linked on the website we'll probably we'll try to put a link on um on uh, instagram or the twitter or something so people have a an easier time finding it but you can join our patreon there's levels as low as a dollar and uh you can uh, be our friends and one of our um rewards for our patreons came yes, in patrons. yesterday patrons yes. uh it came yes. yesterday yes they yes. are so cute if you Scoot. donate i want to say it's ten dollars is it the ten dollar tier for what? for what for the postcard um elevator music oh no i was gonna do jeopardy music i don't know if that's copyrighted I was gonna say, we'll, we'll get no we'll get copyright strike happy birthday's um, copyrighted too i was gonna sing it at the beginning and i couldn't no it's not yeah isn't happy it's birthday public, it's public domain it was just made public domain within the last like 10 years happy oh my god birthday to oh, you oh elliot's gonna hate you it's yep. so loud i peaked so hard you uh, you peaked on mine I hate you. Anyway, our so what was your question? Uh, what tier is the postcard? Okay, so the postcard is in our tier number 
Where are we? What the fuck? Like, what's the money tier? I think it's $10. So if you donate to our Patreon... Uh, it's not. We will send you a postcard. Oh, yes, it is. I, I don't read all the way. That's why. Yeah. I, like, was skimming. It is 10. So for those who are wondering... Number 10 is, quote, a person in that situation is God. That is the name of the tier. If you could also figure out, like, what each of our tiers, like, what the theme is, I'd like, gold star. Gold yeah. star. Um, but so the $10 tier lets you play God by giving you all of the above tier rewards. And that's a shout out here on the podcast. And we get and our we social media. A social media. Thank you. Um, but then you also get access to a Patreon-only poll where you get to vote and pick um, one of this month's episodes and or next month's episodes. Um, and then we also send you a crime culture thank you card postcard thing. And they just came in and they're really, really cute. It's cute. And I got to stop saying that. I'm going to write them and I'm going to send them out. So let me use them up. And Haley's going to send me some for when her hands get tired. Yeah. So do that. And um, do it up. Ten dollars. I mean, what more could you ask for? Yeah. And if and if ten dollars, like if you're like me and ten dollars is not happening, we have a dollar. Yeah. We have a little dollar tier and you get a social media shout out. Yeah. So we'll we'll shout you out. We'll shout out uh, either you personally or um, your your professional page, your podcast page, whatever else you want us to shout out. Yeah. but you can also donate to the Patreon for uh, a single month, or you can do it reoccurring. So if you want to donate yeah. just a dollar this month and never donate again, we'll be very yeah, sad, if you happen but to have we will an extra, shout you out. Yeah, but we'll understand, because like if you happen to have a dollar extra in your budget this month, and next month your phone died and you have to buy a new phone, like, understandable. Yeah. Pe- people got lives. We get that. Anyway, that's our Patreon, and that's you our should spiel. find that. You can find that on our website, crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. Dot com. And I know that part. <laughs> you can find the links to the Instagram and the Twitter and the Facebook and everything there. and All of our social media. Yeah. And everyone should go and wish Caitlin a happy uh, birthday. Mm-hmm. 25. What, what was it like way long ago when you were 25? When I was 25? What did I do on my 25th birthday? I don't know. I was uh, wait, in no, I Boston. think I do know. Yeah. I got my hair dyed. And you got your tattoo. I did get a tattoo. I have I have yeah. a tattoo of a half moon because um it was well, it's quarter moon, but it's half shaded in because that's what a quarter moon is. So yeah. it's uh my quarter life crisis. I love it. Yeah. I love I remember that. I loved that. Cuz we also cute. celebrated the weekend before, didn't we? No, that was my that was this last birthday, wasn't it? No. Maybe. No, that was my 24th. No. I don't remember when uh, it is. I've lost all track know. of time ever. Yeah, time is a construct. Nothing is real. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, love you. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.